0: Never seen a lame man
1: walk, never heard a dumb man talk. Never seen a blind man see, I promise you a change. change. Never seen a canceled death, never seen all the poor get fed. Never seen a prisoner set free, I promise you a change change. It is time, it is time for the Big C, Bigger T podcast. I'm your boy, Bigger T, and I'm here, as always, for the 100th time with my man, Big C, Clint Clark. This is it. This is the big show. This is Yeah, the big Number show. The baby. Man, and who would have thought
0: we'd ever get here? You know, because let's just face it, you know, when it comes to diets, working out, stuff like that, me and Bigger T have got a lot of quit in us. That's right. We have got a lot of quit in us. That's right. Uh, But man, to be 100, this is our 100th time we've missed in, in 102 weeks of doing this, we've missed two episodes. One for Christmas, just the holidays got us. And the other was when Travis played um, Eskimo. That's and right. and uh, up there, over there in South, Southern Arkansas. Southern Arkansas. Yeah. Southern, Southern Arkansas, South Arkansas. So, yeah. So, other than that, I mean, pretty much, I mean, it's been a good run. Um, been a lot of fun. It, now, now, whenever we
1: first started,
0: is this yeah. it, has it been anything like what you expected?
1: No, uh, it it hasn't. You know, um, you know, just to kind of go back, you know, some of y'all have been listening to us for a long time. Some of you maybe recently or whatever, but you know, Clint and I just to kind of tell the story again. Yeah, this was around the time of COVID. I guess two years ago and Clint and I were just talking on the phone one time and we have a group of friends, Clint, uh, me, Clint, you hear us talk about Robert uh, Branscom with hometown roofing and, uh, Wesley Rowland, who's a principal over at Carlisle. And, uh, we've been buddies since high school. And a few years ago, we decided to start getting together on a regular basis. Um, Cause we, you know, we, we'd always stayed in touch pretty regular, pretty well, but yeah, it was kind of s- sporadic, I guess. And so we thought, you know, we're all kind of, cause Clint had lived in North Carolina for a while and, and, you know, just different things were going on with everybody. And so we were like, you know, let's just all get together in Little Rock or Conway, have dinner. So we started getting together. Right. And so, and that got us talking a little bit. And then me and Clint started talking, and I don't know, I can't remember, was it through Marco Polo or through? Um, I think we got through Marco Polo when we were texting and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about, Clint had been watching a documentary. What was it? Um, it was on the Comedy Store. Yeah.
0: Um, Mike Bender had done the documentary, and, um, and one of the episodes was on Joe Rogan. Um and you can, you know, the Joe Rogan podcast controversy or whatever. I, I whatever you feel about that, I don't care, but it was on Joe Rogan. He had got kicked out of the comedy store.
1: Mm.
0: Um, which is, it is a fun episode, but um apparently he accused uh accused Carlos Muncie of stealing bits. Mm. Is one thing, but anyway, but it, it started talking about podcasts, about how well, a lot of we
1: started talking about stand-up comedy.
0: Right, well, no, because that's where it started, because I'd gotten into that, and, you know.
1: I, and and I guess kind of we were in an age where, you know, we're we're in our mid-40s, hmm. you know, and, of course, two years ago, we were, you know, right. still starting, you know, kind of starting our mid-40s. Yeah. And so we were kind of thinking about things that we'd never done before that right. would like. Do, to do you to do. think about your life, what if I
0: would have went right instead of left? Yeah. What if I would have went straight instead of backwards? What if I would have done this? And I was like, man, you know, and I I was telling you, I'm like, I think if I would have really, if I would have went to Hollywood and tried it as an actor slash comedian and tried to focus on that, could I have done it? Yeah. I don't think I could have, because to be honest with you, the first time I struggled, I'd be like, Tom, Sue, can I get a play ticket back to Arkansas? Yeah. But – it, and then we, but the way a lot of them comedians get out, get their stuff out now, how they advertise that they're coming, is through podcast. Yeah. So me and you started talking about podcast, and it turned out you had thought about starting one, mm-hmm. and I thought it thought about start.
1: I thought about starting one, and it just kind of morphed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, at first, and at the beginning, it really was going to be, yeah, we were going to talk sports. But we weren't gonna be a razorback sports centric podcast. No. That's not at why all. the name our name doesn't have anything about sports in it. Uh to be honest with you. That's that's why the the podcast name is you know the big C Bigger T podcast. Um, uh, because we were wanting to we didn't want to be, we wanted to be able to talk about just anything. Okay. And Whatever so, we wanted. We wanted to and and I was kind of the same way with Clint, you know, I grew up, my heroes were, a lot of my heroes were Chris Farley and and those guys from Saturday Night Live, you know, and that was one of the things I've always wondered was, you know, what if I would have went to Chicago and done the second city thing or gone to New York or tried, I tried the improv route and, and stand up comedy route or something like that. I've always, that, that kind of world has always, I've been enamored by that. Okay. And so that, that was kind of, that started our conversation. And so then we were thinking about a podcast would be a way to do some of those type of things, you know, and, and mainly what I was looking for, I think for me personally, was just a creative outlet, a way to to do some creative things and some, um, to have fun and, 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 uh, kind of reach out. And so, so we started the podcast and at the beginning, it was a little more of, you know, we did lists. Like we, we did, we, me and Clint were list people. Okay. And, and what we, our goal was, was to take me and Clint's normal conversations and record them. Cause that's a lot of what we had always done. If we went on a road trip and we were around each other very long, we were going to be making a list of something, wasn't we? Oh, I mean, it was you. going to be greatest rock band of all time, greatest rapper of all time. Greatest do wrestlers. I mean, we would do, do list.
0: I think one time at my house when we were kids, um, probably in our early 20s, we did the 100 greatest rock bands of all time. Yeah. Just 100. Yeah. Now, Travis, do you want to tell the people who we had at number one? Because, you know, for the 12 people listening, they're like, I wonder who they had at number one. Well, of course, CCR, baby. Creedence Clearwater
1: Revival.
0: <laughs> that's right. I was We were biased. No, we
1: probably didn't
0: problem. have a, you know, we probably didn't have a diverse. Yeah.
1: yeah the thinking yeah. wasn't as diverse as
0: it is now.
1: That list may be a little different nowadays. Yeah, it'd be. I, I guarantee
0: it would be. It would be a lot different.
1: Um, CCR
0: would still be up there with me, but uh, they'd be up there. I can't say they'd be number one. Yeah. Who would you probably I, put number yeah. one if you had it to do over again? Just got on the spot. On the spot, talking where
1: we're recording, so it's not live on the podcast. Who would you put number one? Uh, just first historical context and everything i would probably move the beatles there yeah even I, now i wouldn't put them as my favorite but they'd be close if mm-hmm. i remember if it if it's my favorite yeah. but if i'm ranking the best ever you got to take what the beatles did historically and, right no
0: no i mean they they changed they changed the game i mean yeah. they, they did they came over and they changed the game um
1: no, anyway, was, so that it it was, was the kind was, of things. That was the kind of things we did, right? And then, right. and then we came up with some other gimmicks that I thought. I'll be honest with you, I still think some of the other gimmicks we came up with. Oh, they were gold. I think they're great. You know, one of the things we had was each week we were gonna we did a, a guest, you know, future guest that we probably can't get. Okay. But that would fit our show. Okay. Right. So, so we wasn't going for, you know, like Clint's, Clint's was, you know, uh, we wasn't going to get, you know, like Brad Pitt, right? Right. Clint but it was like Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Judge Reinhold. And I tried, I reached out to him for this episode to try. Right, to yeah. Him, Cause he's at the repertory theater right now doing a show, but they're doing it right. I mean, in, in the evening times when we, right. when we record this, even though we're recording this in the afternoon.
0: I mean, we've had Barack Obama on the podcast. Why can't we get Judge Roundhope?
1: That's right, yeah. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, and then my favorite, though, was the sponsors,
0: you know. We had some
1: good ones. Yeah, we had some really good ones. Like, I think one of your your first one was the Dr. Topper. Oh you God. know that was the yeah. best of the Dr Pepper, uh, oh, Dr Pepper knockoffs. I
0: don't know because I haven't drink, and I'm not bragging here. so I'll get back on screen. I had an itch. Let me get back. Oh yeah, that was good. Um, what like I haven't had a soda in probably seven eight years. When I went when I went on one of my last diets, i like I quit drinking soda, and. Honestly, I haven't tasted one. I've more than a sip. I haven't tasted one in years and they are nasty to me now. So I just can't stand the taste of it. But I remember I used to drink a lot of soda mm. and man, and some of the knockoffs yeah. are just downright bad.
1: Yeah.
0: just bad, And I can't, I don't remember which one it was. They sell at the Dollar General. It may be Dr. Topper. Yeah. He's the worst thing I've ever tasted.
1: Well, pretty much what we were saying was pretty much what you buy at Dollar General. Was what you get, yeah, we well, <laughs> get to sponsor, the Dollar General
0: of podcast.
1: We get to sponsor our podcast. Yeah, my favorite one that I came up with, and actually I came up with it on the fly, um, was uh, you know because especially at that time, every podcast was being sponsored by a mattress company. Yeah, you know they, you order a mattress and it comes like rolled up in a box. It's like memory foam and, you know, you lay it out and it fills up and you got this wonderful, you know, couple thousand dollar mattress or whatever. And so I said that, you know, I didn't know what company it is, but whatever company that does those egg crate things that you put on the top of a mattress. And that's who's going to sponsor us or whatever. Now, now Now, what do you think is the perfect product?
0: to sponsor this podcast. Like there's a product out there. Because I what because you like you, you're because you, you're valid. I listen to I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but if you don't listen to like they're sponsored a lot of them are sponsored by headphones and like you know Joe Rogan's got supplements that sponsor him. What, what I mean what's the perfect sponsorship for us?
1: I've thought about this. okay. Well I'm happy you have it. I had no idea. I I've thought about this. You know, the Arkansas Razorbacks have an official. You know, the official ham of the Razorbacks is what, Petty Gene meats, Petty, Petty G, 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 meats, G meats, right? Petty. So, I think we're meat guys. We are
0: definitely meat guys.
1: We're meat guys, right? Yeah. So, we really like Hormel meats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that was one of the ones we said was like. Potted meat. You had Except potted meats like, on yours, yeah,
0: like potted yeah. meat.
1: But like Hormel does, like Spam, and uh, you know, like Hormel chili. You know, Hormel chili's good. It's not Wolf chili, but it's good. It's good canned chili. You know, uh, so I think like Hormel, like if we or had that company, that's the company that needs to sponsor us.
0: Yeah, yeah I was thinking like I, Nox, was, beef jerky or something like that. You know, I still
1: got beef jerky, company. like old
0: Tappers, old Travers. Oh tappers.
1: man, yeah, yeah, that'd be
0: good. I mean, not Jack Links or the Bridgeford.
1: Yeah. No, do you prefer like, Jack yeah. Links or do you prefer
0: the Bridgeford?
1: Um, I like the Bridgeford makes the Sweet Baby Rays. Yeah, there. Yeah, I like
0: the Bridgeford better. I
1: like the Sweet Baby Rays. Yeah. I like
0: their, I like the texture of their beef jerky better. Yeah. But, yeah, I do
1: too. But, but I'm like you. I, I kind of like that old trapper type stuff better. So, so Especially can I ask- I'm like deer hunting or something where I chew yeah. she want it for a while. Okay. No,
0: can I ask you a question? And this is a totally off topic, but you know what? This is our 100th episode. We're gonna talk about what we want to talk about. That's right. And you're just y'all are gonna sit there and let's do it. Or you can tune us out. I don't care. Right. I do. No, keep listening, please. Like, share, subscribe. Tell all your friends. That's right. No. So, so, you know, I bought the, new, we got the goat venture now, t- tinkering the goats. I'm like, okay, now I won't be that hard to make me a little pasture area out there. And I was thinking like, cause what my pawpaw used to do, do you remember pawpaw? I remember pawpaw. So, pawpaw, he would, he would find like an under, like a calf that's been underfed that someone's just trying to get rid of, buy it for next to nothing and then just feed it and take care of it. And next thing you know, He'd take it to the slaughterhouse and get it killed. Yeah. My wife says she can't eat it. Like, we'll do that. She would, could you eat it if you would like, you'd raised it
1: to hell? If I knew I was going to do that from the beginning, yeah. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, could, can
1: you do it? Yeah. See, I could
0: like, it don't bother me. Like, I know, like, I'm not going to name it. I'm not going to go like, yep, that's my my boy Jeff out there. (laughs) But I
1: can see where for some people it would be difficult. Yeah, yeah, but I can I can see for I can see where for her it might be different. Yeah, I don't. I maybe I just grew up too country. Yeah, I think I think that's it because we we grew we grew up country. You know, um, you know animals, you know, although useful and helpful, and you know, you do have them as pets at times, but they are, you know, even like for my grandpa, he taught me dogs are a tool. You know, and you know they're they're to. either guard the house or they're you know they're not just for sitting in your lap and um now my mom they were totally different you know that was totally different for her but but yeah so i think uh i think some people were just wired different that way but i could do that um and thank goodness there are people that can do that because there's people that have to do that right
0: yeah yeah oh yeah no no for sure anyway yeah go ahead
1: so we've come up with over 100 episodes, our top five moments, and this was hard to do. Okay, this was hard to do for me, because there's several. Oh, and, goodness. And we can talk about ones we leave out uh, after we get through with this, Okay. But we'll talk. We're going to do our top five moments from 100 episodes uh, that we remember. What what are our highlights that mean a lot to us, and they're going to some of them are going to be the same. Some of them are going to be a little different. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Clint, what's your number five?
0: My number five is just simply episode one. That being, you got on here and we just did this thing yeah um if you had told me like okay you're going to interview a real good group of razorback football players that you're going to interview basketball players you know baseball players that you're going to that that you're going to do this and we had to start somewhere and every time any of them come on they're like oh my god that was so much fun yeah that, that we're able to not only that we got started and I think we're both good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know you, I've got venture. I'm looking at doing my own thing and, and not getting rid of this, but I mean, we're branching out too. But we had to get started. Me yeah. and you had to take a leap of, leap of faith. I had to spend 20 whopping dollars on a first logo. Yeah. You know, we had to, We had to to start somewhere and we did it. We come up with a plan. We did it and we've adapted through the years. And it's just, it's awesome to think about. But episode one is going to hold a special place in my heart. always will.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. That, I mean, that that, that ain't my number five, but you said it well. Uh, My number five is the, uh, is the Village Academy episode. but I just think that was a very good episode. Yeah. I think that's an episode that, to be honest with you, we probably need to tweet out more often so people hear that story more just because that's such a cool story. Um, you know, that was a story that before that episode, I'd never heard, well, I'd heard about it a couple of weeks before that, but I'd been, like, I took, Gary Crowder, the coach that we interviewed that did the whole thing. I, I'd i taken basketball coaching under the guy. I'd cheered on his girl teams at OBU. And I never knew about that, you know, the whole time I was there. And I'm sad I didn't because I would have got more stories about it. And to me, and then seeing you respond because, you know, when we bring on people that each other didn't know, we're, we're both kind of like, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's go. You know, I mean, we're, we're nice. We're, but you know what I mean? Like we're in yeah. that one, you were like, all right, whatever, man. You know?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, what, whatever, you know, I, I didn't really want to do it and then it's like, Oh my gosh, this is neat. Yeah. I it's think such, the next week. Cool. Yeah. It's just such a cool story. And so it, it Well, the next week we had interviewed Coach Ricono, um, and he, he's not on my list, even though that was that was a phenomenal interview that we had. The internet keep going out, which that was, but we were telling him that story that we'd had Coach Crowder on the week before.
1: Yeah,
0: like how did he get caught? You know, he yeah. he, he was like, yeah. and we that was just me and you telling the story, just me and you to hear it yeah. straight from the horse's mouth, and the detail and how good it was.
1: Yeah. The, it, it does. It, and if you don't, if you don't know that one, look it up. Best prank ever, ever, ever. No, no you, no, you did some PA announcing, and didn't you give some credit to Village Academy? Well, no, I, I did radio. Oh, so we could do. Uh, I was doing radio for the Beard and Bears football team, and at halftime, we would do. Uh, uh, I had a buddy that my actually youth pastor was doing. Uh, the score he would do scores he'd look up on fearless friday i would do some commentary you know about the game and then he would look up scores and then we would have a segment where he would tell about other scores whatever and i would do village academy scores and then uh and then one night uh i would have to call in to rex nelson's scoreboard show right and um uh, i had a kid from our team that had uh he had four sacks in one game, and uh, I said, uh, "I said Rex, I haven't seen a kid play like this since uh, the mighty uh, what's that kid's name?
0: Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: the 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 main player. They made up a main player for Village Academy, and I said his name for Village Academy back in the day, and uh, Rex just died laughing because <laughs> he knew." You know, I mean, I I read one of his articles to find out about that story. Right. So anyway, it was hilarious. But uh, and I don't know if anybody knew what I was doing with the Village Academy scores. They're like, why is he, why is he announcing v- Village Academy against? I'm making up like, you know, Sacred Heart from Ruston. You know, some school they're playing. Right.
0: And, and see the level of just intelligence that it took to into that prank. We're like. Okay, they can't play schools from Arkansas because then they'll know right away.
1: Yeah, that's They're right.
0: Play like schools right over the border in yeah. Louisiana. It it was yeah. very, very well done. It was I,
1: just a fun one to do. So and the right, fact
0: that you picked Wally Hall just made me like it. Either. That's right. Yeah. I don't uh, know what your I'm
1: number four Oh, like
0: but I don't. All right. My number four. Now yeah. I know this is on your list and it's going to be so much higher, but meeting Oliver Miller. Okay. Just meeting Big O. I mean, we, and I won't talk too much about it, but dude, that was just unbelievable for me. The, the, and and to see how excited you were, because I know what, how much you looked up to Oliver Miller that, because he got up to like change clothes. I'm like, oh, you can edit it out later because I don't care. It's Oliver Miller. It was just, that was a fun experience.
1: So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna that one is on up my list, so I'll talk about it later. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to talk too much about it because I can talk more about it later with you. So go ahead. All right. Number four for me is uh is a recent one, and that's the Kamani Johnson interview. Um that was just a um a fun interview, and I felt like we've uh, you know, that's been that's our latest big interview we've done, I guess, yep. wasn't it? Uh it was, yeah. And um I feel like we're continuing to learn how to do those interviews and to and to keep it laid back. You know, one of the things I tell these players, you know, when I'm trying to get them to come on is is look, it's gonna be laid back, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be lighthearted, you know, and and Kamani like texted me afterwards and, you know, he was like, man, that was a blast. That was a lot of fun, you know, things like that. And so to see his response to just spending some time with us and to hear and and as open as he was, you know, I mean, you got to remember right now, the hottest thing going on right now is the talk about Nick Smith, right? When I was listening to it, I, I went to Little Rock today to a doctor's appointment. And on the way back, I'm listening to two di- two different of the buzz shows, and they're both talking about Nick Smith, how many minutes is he gonna get against AM and and all this different stuff. And you know, Kamani, that was right after Kamani had tweeted out to back up, you know, to to to, to you know have Nick Smith's back. And Kamani said, "Look, if Nick didn't want to play at Arkansas, then why did he come and skip?" a chance to go get a gold medal with team USA and come in and, and, and practice with us this summer, you know, I mean, he he gave us some interesting stuff, you know, that you're not hearing on every, you know, no one else is hearing that argument about why Nick Smith is co- still yeah. going to come back and play. Mm-hmm. And now he's proven it, you know? And so, um, I just, I just enjoyed that interview. I think, you know, and a lot of that's because of Kamani, but. Uh, oh man, it was, it
0: was, it was, it was it was a lot of fun.
1: It really, really, there's no other way to
0: put it. It was just a lot, a lot of fun. And he was easy to talk to. And, you know, it, it was funny as we interviewed these players and um, and you do more of the reaching out than I do in the communicating, but. The fact that you know we still check in on them and send them support, and they're, they're they talk to us, and it's just real cool that you know mm-hmm. that, that we have that type of relationship with some of these players. Then, yeah. So, All right, what's so, your next one? But number three, I'm I, mean, I keep looking because I can't remember. But you know, Travis, I've always fancied myself a cesspool of useless information. I really am, and you know, but but real talk, as you've said this, like. When we were going through school, through reputation or whatever, none of us ever got credit for how smart we really were. No, I mean, I mean, is the reality of the situation? You know, kids get stereotyped. We were those kids that got stereotyped as as something others. And you said probably more so me than everybody else, because I do remember going to a library club trip. I don't know what I mean, really, that's yeah. right. Your boys, we Big were, C and Bigger T, were in the library club. We
1: were both in the library club.
0: Why? I, I don't know. We, we just – I'll we. tell you why I was because so, we got to leave school for a day. leave school one day. And we got another picture in the yearbook. So, there were, it was two reasons. That's true, yeah. But they wouldn't trust us to do the Battle of the Books. Like, they wouldn't let me compete. And I said – and they weren't hard questions. Like, I'm like, I could compete it by myself without any teammates in one Battle of the Books. So I'm a cesspool of useless information. So you were you were a collergy Bowls participant on the bus. You didn't win. No. But you you took me on in sports trivia. And you lost. Yep, I lost. Now it was close. I think I ended up beating you by one question, maybe two. It's the story of my life though. Close. But but then like a month later. A month later, I took on a clergy bowl champion. And it was like that time that you took old yeller out back and they had to put him down. That's what I did to Robert Branscombe. <laughs> I took old yeller out back and I put him down.
1: <laughs> but you know, they had the clergy bowl this week. You know what irks me about it? The week the time I won. I mean, I don't I didn't win. The time I competed. Yeah. They asked us like 40-something questions, right? Mm-hmm. I missed eight. Right. The two guys, I finished third. The two guys that finished in front of me missed six. Okay. And then they they had to do a tiebreaker. They were both older than I was. And one of them is a guy that, like, he's, he's sort of like pigskin preacher. Like, he was – Like, on their show a lot, wrote songs for them, stuff like that. Well, when Robert won, dude, he missed, like, 10 to 15. My other buddy, Michael McDaniel, I think he missed, like, 12 or so. Now, they may have been tougher questions. I don't know. Okay. But, you know, anyway, it was just. I had a tough year, and And, and and there was like three questions that I knew better, but the nerves got to me, but anyway, but to you, I do bow, you do beat me. Well, thank you, thank you,
0: it it was, um, I'd say it's luck, but no, it's just watching a lot of useless television it's basically, you know, it's just basically, when I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a sports knowledge guy. I, I really, I need to go to like one of them trivia nights one night and just see how I do.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, I, I like watching Celebrity Jeopardy because it's dumbed down Jeopardy. Yeah.
1: Because if I watch like a What real- we do is we need to have a, a big C, bigger T table at one of those and we can uh, go team up. There you
0: go. We need to try it. because if I did real Jeopardy, I would probably finish with like one of them scores on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. Yeah, yeah, I could win Celebrity Jeopardy if I could buzz in.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: they've they really done. Anyway, Travis, I'm sorry I've talked too much about my number three, but then again, when it comes to getting one
1: over on my boy Bigger T, how can I not? Let What's listen. your? Number? All right, my number three could have been number one these these top 3 you can you can interchange them okay yeah. but is the Michael Turner interview that was our first current razorback player that we yeah. had um our buddy uh Mike Floyd had been talking to him through social media for, throughout the year and uh called me up one day said hey man uh what would you think about having michael turner on and I was like, on your podcast i'm like man i'd love to have michael turner on and um he said well he said i've been talking to him and he's interested in doing your podcast and uh he said uh but you got to talk to his agent and Mike was like, "Dude, I'll cover it." Yeah, if, if it costs you. And I'm like, "Okay." He said, "Here's his agent. Give him a call." And so I called his agent dude, and his agent dude was, you know, trying to, he was trying to get, you know, as much money as he could, that kind of thing. So we were having these little talks or whatever, and and uh, his agent. Called Michael, and then he called me back and's like, "Well, Michael just wants to do it. He really wants to do it, and um, he's heard good things about y'all. So, uh, let's just make it happen." But in the timing of this was too, they were busy. They were they were getting ready to go to Omaha. The, this was this yeah. was after he had been the MVP of the regional in Oklahoma City. Remember that. Yeah, that huge Oklahoma State, uh, or is it, I mean, in Oklahoma State, right? I mean, that that huge, huge, you know, series there. He's the MVP of it, right? So, you know, this is after the rental player comment, right. by Northwest Arkansas guy. The
0: greatest, the greatest nil of all time was the rental company doing an nil. Oh yeah, my right. third. I, I don't even know which rental company that is, but if you need to do rent-to-own furniture,
1: you go see them because exactly. that's
0: how good that was.
1: And and all of a sudden, he's actually, you know, through our buddy Mike Floyd, you know, my good friend Mike Floyd, man, he, he's wanting to be on our show, you know? Yeah. And, of course, we're, we're paying him a little bit, you know, thanks to Mike. And... Then when we have him on, it was just fun talking to him, man. And he had fun talking to us. He had fun talking to us. Uh, you know, we stayed in contact with him throughout the, you know, Mike Floyd stayed in contact with him still. Like He's still in contact with him. By by the oh. way,
0: the Michael Turner interview was my number two, so we can go ahead and just keep talking about that a little longer because what was cool to me about that entire interview was that we didn't just talk Michael Turner. Of course, we talked about Michael Turner's life, Kent State, how mm-hmm. he'd really never played catcher before, mm-hmm. and then he got there. But there was stuff we talked about on the podcast that they really hadn't talked about. And then we were watching him the, the road to Omaha. Mm-hmm. And then you start hearing him talk about, you know, how he calls the game. You know, and and then like they hadn't really talked about that because I asked, say, hey, do you call the game or they do? And how how much pride you take in pitchers forms? He's like, I take a lot of pride in it, and I call the game. And had psychology like, okay, you know, the first time through the lineup, I'm gonna throw to my pitcher strength. Like I know this guy may hit the curveball good, but can you hit Connor's curveball?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and and so
1: his school of thought on that, and he did a good job handling that. Well, and, and to me, that even makes it more interesting this year when Arkansas is trying to replace him. It makes me understand what Van, Van Horn's going through as he's trying to figure out which of these other couple catchers he's brought in are going to replace Turner. You know what I mean? So yeah. he's not only looking for a guy that, you know, has a decent bat and can play, you know, can catch the ball well, but he's looking for someone that can call a game well. And can get on the same page with the pitchers. And so you're you're right. That 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 insight he was giving us, it helped me understand baseball better. Right. Yeah. No, because we've
0: so we had very, like two really good baseball interviews. And he it's not on my list, but it could very easily be because even Coach Jorn. Yeah. We had Coach Dave Jorn on. I, I learned a lot about the game of baseball. Yeah. You know, I mean, just talking to him and then, you know, like listening to anything. It's called pitching, not throwing. Yeah, how many times he probably said that, like yelled that at a kid? Yeah. go pitching, not throwing. I'm like, yeah, I know coach speak when I see it. That's why I asked him as he said, I'm like, how many times you said that? it was thousands, thousands of thousands upon thousands, thousands of times. Well,
1: the Michael Turner one. So it was your number two? It was my number two, and I and I I specifically put
0: because we like I said, we hadn't heard him talk about it. And then we talked about on this podcast. The next thing you know, you're watching the hogs in Omaha yeah um and by the way how right. you-
1: my number two then is uh this one's going back this is one of our earlier episodes okay it's uh when you brought coach buckner to your house <laughs> and we interviewed our high school football coach on was the- that episode three or four like it was early i think so i think it was like four yeah, It was early on, but yeah, he, uh, he didn't have, he didn't know how to do it at his house. So he just went over to Clint's house right, and uh, sat in his office with him. That's like two houses ago too, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was just so cool to, you know, to hear him, you know, I mean, he talked about things that, you know, he said he wished he would have done different, yeah. you know, things that, uh, you know, that, um, and then we were able to sit, his sit here and tell him to his face, how much he meant to us and how mm-hmm. much of an impact he had on us. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people in your life that you don't get to do that with. Right. You know yeah. I mean, you don't, you may never get a chance. There's people that we will never get a chance to tell them that they made an impact on us and that they mattered, you know, and, or made. Or made us feel like we mattered, and uh, and we got to do that with him, and so that was just a that was just for me personally. It may not be the most entertaining episode of all. Uh, it may not be one that anybody else goes back and watches or anything like that. But for me personally, I'm glad it lives forever on YouTube because uh, uh, it meant a lot to me uh, to be able to do that, and so um, that one. That one definitely.
0: Oh no that that was a really a really really good one and you know Coach Bubner had a flip phone yeah so like he could like like he still has a flip phone yeah uh, so when, well, I think
1: I, I know what your number one is
0: yeah you know yeah yeah for sure so speaking of football coaches yeah uh, mentors and all that you you'll probably be hard pressed to find a man you know, this had a big of impact on, impact on my life as the former head coach, former athletic director of Arkansas Tech University, Steve Mullins. Yeah. Um the Steve Mullins interview was just, you know, was just fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um the the uh, to be able to, you know, like you said, even with Coach Buckner to go back tell him thank you. Um in in and just interview the the people, hearing his journey, how he started off, you know, in college, hearing his his playing days stories and how he came up through the rank and how he coached with Coach O, Coach Ogeron.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, and how he came to Arkansas Tech. And, you know, his first thoughts when he got there about how he's like, well, crap. And to hear Riccone kind of reinforce that, where like you know the the coaching staff that was there made it sound like they had all Americans at every position. Yeah. And then we got there, like you, they did not have all Americans yeah. in every position. Um. And one of my favorite things about that was Jumbo calling me later on, like, does all anybody remember? Is I couldn't make it through tires. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, to follow up that, and we followed up, you know that. He, Coach Mullins was – at the end of the day, he's an offensive line coach. He's yeah. a lot like Sam Pittman. He's an – to his core, he is an offensive line coach yeah. is, is what he is, and that's what he loves. And Coach Crono said that's what made him want the offensive coordinator job at Arkansas Tech was that he thought, and still does, that Steve Mullins is the um, best offensive line coach in the country.
1: Yeah.
0: And that he said he coached and he felt like Coach has kind of coached himself out of a job, going to more of a CEO role and not coaching the offensive line himself. But who knows? But man, that the amount of feedback I got from old teammates and stuff about that um, was just unbelievable. Um, it's one of our most watched YouTube. I'm not sure how it's done on downloads and stuff, but it it has been. That was a really really good podcast for me. Um, he watches film of, of, of Jumbo son and, and offers him pointers, sees what he can do. And I, I was able a couple of weeks ago, as you know, to have lunch with him. Um, we talked about, told him that was going to be his payment for coming on the podcast. I'd buy him lunch one day. Yeah. It, we just met and it was such a good time. I mean, it, he, he talked to me about life and, you know, offered me advice on some stuff I was going through. Um, and so it was a lot of fun that you can see like, okay, he cares about Clint, the person. Mm. And, it, and he, he was telling me, he goes, he goes, Clint, I, I've coached with, uh, you know, he goes, I got people I've coached, they've coached under me all over the country He goes, I get offered tickets to games all the time. He goes, but the problem is if I go to that game, I'm locked into that game. If mm. I'm at home, I can watch five or six games. Yeah. The the day, that's what he loves. And, and it, it was nice to remind like the other day, that man loves football
1: Yeah,
0: and he loves the game and he gets it. And so Travis, I have a feeling I also know what your number one is. And I mentioned it way further yeah. down.
1: Yeah. Yours was a little further down, but, uh, mine was the big O interview, man. The first big O interview and the chances we've had to have him since, uh, you know, Oliver Miller, um, like we've said before, our fandom as Razorbacks started a lot because I mean, we were becoming fans of Razorbacks and football and basketball and all these different things. You know, we we're starting to pay attention to that, but the Razorbacks were good. Yeah. You know, it's early nineties because Todd Day, Lee Mayberry and Oliver Miller and, uh, course, Oliver Miller was the big guy, right? And I was the big guy. You were the big guy. You know, we, that was the, you know, when we get on the basketball court, you know, we were the Oliver Miller. and You know, I loved watching him play, man. He, I loved watching him pass. I loved watching him block shots and all the things that he did. The soft touch he had around the rim with the shot. And uh, so – you know, we're sitting here, we're getting ready to record one day and, you know, I'd gotten home from work and I'm sitting in my recliner and I'm looking on Twitter and, I'm, you know, I followed him on Twitter and all of a sudden I see, he says, uh, he says, hey, uh, I got some free time. Anybody have any basketball or Razorback questions? And uh, I think he was quarantined at the time. He was quarantined. He had COVID. Not, COVID. Uh, well, I didn't think really he wasn't sick, sick. He, he was no, asymptomatic. He positive or whatever. Yeah. So, so, uh, I sent him a message. I said, Hey man, uh, men in Arkansas. Got a little podcast. We're about to record tonight. We'd love to have you on here in a couple hours. And he's like, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Holy cow. You know, and I called you, I said, I said, you're not going to jujitsu tonight, dude, you're going, you're coming, you know, you're going to record, and so anyway, next thing I know, a couple hours later, we're on, on here with Oliver Miller, man, and, um, and he's telling us stories, you know, that we'd never heard before, Uh, he's telling us, uh, you know and, and he's enjoying it you know and he's he's uh you know and afterwards he's like we got you know we mentioned a few people you know and we were getting tweets from you know we got we got retweeted by Mark West the old NBA player that was the the starting center when um, when he went to Phoenix his rookie year, he was the starting center. Uh, Big O got a lot of playing time, you know, in front of him. But, uh, you know, he Mark West like watched our podcast. Okay,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, you know, and then Big O was like, "You need to have me come on. Let's talk football." So he come on. And we did a football prediction show. You know, we've had him one one other time. I mean, it's just it's just surreal, man. That that Big O even knows who we are. Right, uh, yeah. And and the fact of just by having, just by go back two years ago, we just did this to be creative, to have a creative outlet, yeah. and to have some fun with my best friend, right? Right, because we always said, like, look, we
0: only have 20 people watch this and download. Who cares? It just... And-
1: and here's the other thing. At that time, all this is happening at once. Mm-hmm. We have Big O on. Right after that's when we had Michael Turner. Yeah. And about that time, I'm starting to make contacts. I'm starting to learn how to make contacts with some of these players. Like, like I remember calling you one day and saying, dude, we just had Big O on. We – we're about to have Michael Turner on. And I just got off the phone with Bumper Pool's dad. Right. Okay. So what life is this? Right. That, it's crazy. That I'm spent an hour on a on a computer talking live to one of my heroes. Right. I got the hottest baseball player in Razorback baseball right now, fixing to come on and talk to us. And one of the best linebackers to ever suited up for the Razorback. All-time is,
0: leading tackler.
1: Is, well, you know, at that point, you know, I'm talking to his dad, and we were hoping to get him on. We were real close to getting him on. But his dad told me, he said, yeah, we can probably make this work out. We never made it work out. But...
0: Um, yeah, and I remember you calling me one day and being like, hey, we've got a problem, but it's a good problem. And I go, what's that? He goes, we've got Luke Jones on the podcast this week, and, uh, well, I just got a message back from Landon Jackson. Yeah. And so we had, La- we had Luke Jones and Landon Jackson back to back. Yeah, dude. I mean,
1: but it all started, you know, a lot of that started with, you know, us getting Oliver Miller gave Mike the idea for the Michael Turner thing. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, Mike was like, well, man, that was, that was pretty cool. You know, I got this connection with Michael Turner. Maybe that could work out. And then, you know, it just, that's, that started so much for us. And I'm so thankful. It, it
0: really, it, it really did. And watching the and he, and the bags were playing baseball at the yeah. same time, because what we learned about Oliver Miller is more than anything else, the man loves the Razorbacks. He is a yeah. great ambassador for, for Arkansas, that he loves that team. Like, he he goes, like, oh, man. It, but you're right. We, we busted her chops as an interview, or, you know, cut our teeth interviewing Oliver Miller. Was there, I mean, we did it. Obviously, we had interviewed, like, Coach Buckner and stuff like that. But I think, you know, Danny Drane, um, Yeah. And you're – I'm brain fart on his name. The guy that played for Missouri State,
1: uh, Dion Holliman. Deion Holloman. So we'd had a few interviews. That was another great interview. That was a great interview. And, and one uh, of those that, I wish people would go back and see. Too. Yeah.
0: But really, you started seeing it with Oliver Miller. Us going, I mean, it going to another level with the interviews. And oh, my, but they, it's been so much fun because every one of them has been just quality. And we've got more coming up.
1: We got some lined up.
0: And so, right. we're, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um,
1: yeah, uh, and, and we can say it. You know, I mean, right now, if everything stays the way it's supposed to, next week we're going to have Brady Tiger, uh, pitcher for the Razorbacks.
0: Uh, really excited about that one.
1: Reached out to him, and he's he's good to go. And so, um, uh, hopefully we'll have that. It should come out next Tuesday or Monday evening Tuesday yeah um, so um you know but it like i said it all started there but you know there's so much more we could say so many more highlights you know one one thing we've gotten to do we've gotten to get some of our friends on here through the pickems you know um you know just you know i've had we've had you know like wes and robert on here we've had you know just some of our other buddies you know different people. You know, you've had some of your jiu-jitsu friends and we've interviewed. You we got uh, you know, you got jumbo on here, you got, you know, just some fun folks, man. Just some fun, you know, fun stuff. And um that that's just it's just been a it's been a lot of fun, Clint. That's the main thing. It's been no a lot no, of it fun. has.
0: It, it never we've done a hundred of these. We've done over a hundred when you count. We've done a few supplementals, but yeah. This is a just regular, this is our podcast. Uh, and it hasn't gotten old to me. Like it's still like, it's still fun to come on here and do this. Yeah.
1: I still look forward
0: to it every week. Yeah. And so it, it's been, it's been just, it's been a blast. It's been fun. And we hope you have fun listening to us. Um, sure. And we hope that the guys we can continue to interview and hopefully I'd love to have a softball a women's softball player or a, yeah. um, or basketball player on at some point, you know, I think, you know, I enjoy hearing these athlete stories, like, you know, how they grew up different, you know, I Jordan Dominic and, you know, Landon Jackson was pretty much – That's that,
1: another one, Jordan Dominic, Landon Jackson, those interviews were spectacular,
0: too. You know, I mean, Chris Paul, Luke Jones, <laughs> Reed Bauer is is one of the coolest guys you've ever – and I, hopefully I haven't forgot, I think that's all the football players we've had on
1: um i think so yeah
0: yeah well the, all those guys were yeah all, all those guys but they're they were everyone just a quality quality interview and they all nice got a senior t-shirt which is very important to them and i'm sure they hold it near and dear to their heart it's prized possession i'm sure yeah, that's right. yeah. So. yeah so so we're so keep nice going. And, oh well, i gotta got ask you a question okay you've asked me this question a gajillion times okay and uh what, what are you watching?
1: Well, um, I'm actually taking a page from you. Okay. Uh, the new season of Next Level Chef.
0: Oh, I, I watched that.
1: I know you're a Gordon Ramsay guy. I'm a Gordon Ramsay guy. And uh, I watched the last season of it not long ago, but just yeah. a few weeks ago. And so, uh, i watched, I watched the new one that came out just the other day after the Super Bowl or whatever. And then uh, I've also my my kind of uh, – I usually have something that's kind of the the noise breaker that I watch, you know, kind of just throw on all the time. I'm going back through Better Call Saul.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good
1: show. Yeah. I'm going back through that. Uh, so I'm uh, – I think I'm on season two now. Yeah. Well into season two. Maybe season three. Anyway, but um, so anyway, what are you watching? Man, I, I binge watched the that 90
0: show twice already. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. I really enjoyed that 90 show. It is um because like I told you, Tom Clark is Red Foreman. Yeah. And um, and then my wife told me you're pretty much Red Foreman too. Yeah. I didn't know how to take. Um, I didn't think I was that grumpy, but apparently I am.
1: Apparently. Uh, yeah.
0: Apparently. And I, I did watch Next Level Chef. I finished uh, this season of Hell's Kitchen. Um, so mm-hmm. that, that was good. Um, they're playing for the prize of being, um, of being the head chef at uh, Hell's Kitchen in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Which I don't know if you could pay me enough money to live in New Jersey. I'd probably just play, "Hey, thanks. I want a prize." Yeah, uh, like I'm not living here. You That's can't. Right. It's Not worth a quarter million dollars to live in New Jersey.
1: That's
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I've been so watch that, watch that, and you know, it. Me and you talked about it because I know we both watched it. I am caught up on uh, the new Not Court. Yeah, yeah I need I'm to.
1: So mad. I need to get caught up on it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not bad. I enjoy it. it. It's actually, I think it's a, I think it's a quality program. Yeah. And so I thought it was going to be awful. I, I watched the first episode. And go, I'm going to hate this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hate
1: this. And it's, it's not bad. Good. Not bad. Well, the Hogs are taking on A and M. How do you feel about this game? It's.
0: It's at A It is, you know. I, I was listening to um, Joe Lenardi on the buzz the other day, and what he thinks is he thinks Arkansas is going to go three and three, We're going to lose the three road games, win the three home games, and he said they do that, they're probably a nine seed. Um, they they need this one for seeding purposes. This is one of their more. I know one of the road games is out of Alabama. Um, I don't know the other one off the top of my head. Maybe it maybe Alabama, Tennessee, and this and AM on the road. Which is
1: I like us beat even though those are probably better teams, I like us winning those games more than I like us winning ten, tonight against AM. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I think AM feels like um that they didn't give us their whole effort yeah. when they when we lost the, when we beat them at home. You know, they, they, that was that game they had travel problems. They yeah. had to like take a bus from Tulsa or something. And so, um, I think, I think AM's wanting revenge for that game. And so, uh, we'll see. We'll, well see. And, you know. A lot of it's going to depend on how well, well, it's all going to depend on from here on out it's All going to depend on how well Arkansas shoots, yeah, because teams are going to play the zone against us, and it's going to depend on can we uh make shots because they're going to leave us open for shots, they're going to dare us to be. That's what Mississippi State did. Mississippi State dared us to shoot our way out of the game, and we couldn't do it. We went four for or whatever it was, you know, hit four of 18 or something like that. Um. <laughs> they're going to dare us. And so, and, and Texas a m will do similar. Um, Texas A&M was a lot like Mississippi state. And so if we, if we can't make shots, but if Nick Smith is going to get his touch, he's going to get his feel. And if he can, we could have a chance because our team could come in and say, Hey, we're not the same team,
0: you know? Well, yeah. And, and that's what Lenardi said. He goes, obviously he goes, Even if Arkansas is a nine seed, obviously they can beat anybody in the country. Yeah. I mean, we can't. You
1: just want to stay away from that eight, nine seed. Yeah. If you can, because you don't want to play number one in the second round. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. So, well, guys, listen, folks. Um, one of the best things about this, we had our list of our five things, each of us, but I think Clint and I both, would probably say our favorite thing is when people tell us hey man I've been listening to your podcast it's really good or really enjoying the podcast or enjoyed the podcast the other day or, or cuz first of all the fact that you take time to listen to us means a lot it really does i'm not just saying that um not you know that that's the truth it does mean a lot and um, we want you to like and share mm-hmm. selfishly to, uh, you know, let other people know about this. But um, but we're so thankful for those of y'all that listen and watch. I do want to say, um, Clint, one of the guys that I, I've told you about him before, a uh, friend of mine, Michael McDaniel. Yeah. He listens to us all the time. Uh, his dad passed away from leukemia the other day. Mm-hmm. His dad was 82 years old, a longtime preacher in Brinkley. His dad, up until like up until he got the leukemia, was still playing basketball. Oh wow! And still like could outplay any of us, like shooting threes like a beast. Okay, in fact, Steve Sullivan used to, like did some stories on him because he's like this old man that's you know like holding court at the Brinkley, you know, first Baptist gym. Right. Yeah. Taking on all comers. Okay. So he, uh, um, he was an impressive man and, and had a lived a good life and, and had a big impact on people. So, uh, just want to say that Michael's a guy that's, uh, he downloads it on his Apple podcast and listens to us every week. And so, uh, I want to, want to say that to him, praying for you, brother and, uh, um, and praying for comfort and peace for him and his family.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh, folks, hundreds in the bag. Y'all yeah, was like, 100's in the can. You brought us down can. there, but I am like, yeah, 100's in the can. It's in the can. It's done. We're thankful, so thankful for y'all. We're keeping rolling next week. Be on the lookout for Brady Tiger as long as everything works out. 101, yeah. baby. That'll be 101 starting that second century. Here we go. You ready for another 100? Let's do it, man. Let's get to 200. Let's do this thing. Bye, everybody. Great week. Be awesome. Peace. Sweat, work, filthy, dirt, harvest. Come,
0: sweat, work, filthy, dirt. Harvest, hurt, kingdom come. Listen, Listen. that's why I sweat. When I work, my hands get filthy
1: down in this dirt. Won't see no more of it till I hurt. Crying, your kingdom come. Listen, I wake up in the
0: morning. I my head to pray. Um, Mama told me if I don't, um, ain't nothing gonna change. Um, These prayers breaking up hard drives, um, so I can score the seed.
1: Um, afraid of no except pain. Um, Lord knows I gotta follow His lead. That's why I swear when I work.